We don't want to power our way so we can be willing. We want to empower our subconscious mind so we're a person that's always willing to do that type of thing. I understood that there are certain habits I want to build. And some of you are watching today and you may wonder, yo, how do I do it? What's the step one, two, three? Why do you work on the mindset so much? Well, once you become the type of person that lives a certain way, you no longer have to willpower anything. The only willpower you're going to need is when you need that extra mile. I just ran seven miles. 80% of the running is on autopilot, which means I didn't will my okay, I didn't will myself to seven miles. I empowered myself since ninth grade, eighth grade. I started running all day, every day, and I ran track. I've empowered myself so consistently from that point to when I'm 25. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Welcome. Welcome to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Experience. I'm your host, the Holistic Motivator, aka Edward Giles. <laughs> Today I'm talking about doing what's right for you. Doing what's right for you. So this whole week, I've pretty much been touching base on values. I talked about the difference between values and expectations, and I talked about values in general. So today is about doing what's right for you. You've heard of the concept of right and wrong, good and bad, right? Doing what's right for you. So intuition is should be the driver force of our lives. So we should learn how to listen to our intuition. You got to get into it get into yourself so you can know what to do next so a lot of times we are directed by ideas and hunch feelings or gut feelings some people call them gut feelings or hunch feelings what that is is your intuition you know how sometimes you know something but you don't really know it as if you already sense like, this is what I should be doing, but you don't know how you know this information. Okay, so I'm here to clear up the spookiness of that situation to say that that's your intuition. I did a lot of rhyming there, didn't I? <laughs> so once you can't put a label on it, 
know that it is your intuition. Sometimes your past might sound like your intuition, but it's not, okay? So what do I mean? Fear sometimes will bring about the same emotional state that your intuition will bring. So what do I mean by that? Remember I said gut feeling? You get gut feeling telling you what to do, that's right. But you also get gut feelings when you're really scared, anxious, or fearful. Which means your gut is always communicating to you in the form of sensations. So if you listen to the sensations of your gut, you can listen to what your body is trying to tell you. Not only about your psychology, but your physiology. What do I mean by that? Your gut has serotonin. 95% of all the serotonin is produced in your gut. And also your gut has gut receptors, which means that emotional states affect your gut. I'm going to talk about gut sensations in different podcasts, but this podcast is about listening to your intuition. So let's say you're scared. Some people say, I'm scared of whatless or I'm scared shitless, which means your body is getting ready to get rid of what's inside of it so it can get, get ready to fight or flight, which means when you're stressed, you try to get rid of everything in your belly in order for you to be able to run. It's almost like when you're stressed, everything tries to get out in order for you to be clear so you can make the best choice. So what am I trying to say here? We're talking about the difference between intuition and fearful gut sensations. One of them tell you you need to get rid of the baggage in your belly so you can run. The other one says, here's the clarity that you need. But guess what? Once you fear fear, you don't know what to do. Let's say you're trying to make a decision. You don't know what to do. You feel fear and your body says, let me get rid of everything in the belly. We have about seven to 10, undige- seven to 10 pounds of undigested food in our belly which means there's a lot of food in our stomach that we have in our colon that we have not. There's food in our colon, there's food in our stomach, there's food everywhere that has not been able to get out. There's food in the small and large intestine. I mean, if you're backed up like this, how are you supposed to be thinking straight? How can you think straight if you're too crowded and clouded? So a detox is a good way to up your intuition. I'm getting hot out here. I'm reading a book about juicing. When you drink liquids rather than solids, when you drink liquids rather than solids, what that do is it gives, it causes less impact on your digestive system or your digestive system doesn't have to work as hard. So when you're intaking a lot of liquid vegetable juices, your digestive system doesn't have to work as hard, which means you'll have more clarity throughout the day, right? So that clarity allows you to have more intuition, allows you to tap into your intuition, not have more intuition. So we need clarity to dictate the difference between fear and the path you should be taking, which is doing what's right for you. 
So when you clean up your belly, clean up your life, then you could tune into your intuition more, right? So what does it mean by doing the right thing for you? When we think about the right thing, everybody says, here's what you should do. Some people say you should go to school and be a doctor, a lawyer, whatever somebody had for you in the beginning of your life. And they want you to do something along the lines of stick to the script. And you're like, you know, I, I like that concept. This is, I like it. I can see the money in it, but I don't know if it's for me. Have you ever been in a situation where somebody said something that seemed to be a really great idea and it's very feasible for you, but yet it's still not for you? which means you still have the talents, abilities, and skill sets to accomplish this thing, and you can see yourself being successful in it, but for some reason, you feel as if it's not for you. I'm, go I'm gonna do a disclaimer on this one because this can go two way. Sometime we can register fear as intuition and we can register intuition as fear. What do I mean by that? We say, it's not for me. You know, I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this big thing here. Huh? You know, empower a generation, help them with their mentality, help them see something different. That's not for me. Some people say, that's not for me, but they got all the skill sets to be able to do it. Which means intuitively, because they're clouded and they're not clear, they don't know what's really for them. Some people don't even know what them is, right? So if you don't know what's for you and you don't know who you are, then... You don't know if it's for you, but it is, which means sometimes it is for you, but you fear your way out of it. Other times it's not for you. Sometimes it's not for you and you convince yourself that it is because you fear losing. So when fear drives a decision, you either have the fear of loss or the loss of courage, right? I want you to hear that either way you're gonna fear and lose. It's either you have the, you're gonna have the fear of loss and the loss of courage. So the fear of loss is I'm gonna do something regardless if it's, if it's not for me to satisfy this person entity value or expectations. That's a fear of loss. I don't wanna lose something so I'm gonna do something that goes against my values so that I can keep this pseudo happiness conflicting thing and then the other one is when you lost of courage so when you fear something and don't do it at all you lose your courage because courage means of the heart to strengthen your heart is to show love to show love is to act to show love to yourself is to act on what's best for you so as you act on what's best for you you strengthen your heart you build more courage you build more courage courage of the heart you be more heart strength heart right strength in your heart right god says dwell on my word all day keep it in your heart heart meaning not just the organ heart but your subconscious mind so courage has a lot to do with your subconscious mind what do i mean by that of the heart heart not relating to the organ but renewing of your heart which really means the subconscious 
mind. Which means if you don't take the action on what's for you, you're going to say, you're going to break your heart a little bit. Okay? I want you to hear that. If you don't do what's for you, you're going to break your heart a little bit. And it gets a little bit down. You get more, less passion, less vitality because your heart is going after this thing and you don't want to do it. Your subconscious mind starts to play against what you should be doing. And you convince yourself out of it. You say, it's not for me, it's not for me, it's not for me. And the more you say that, the more you are programming your subconscious mind that you can't do it. Okay, so you can grow. Oh, there are questions. Do you think it's something people can grow to have? Yes, you can grow it. It's a mentality. It's not something um, that you were born with, as in it's something that you have or you don't. It's something that we all are hardwired with. It's not like a gift of intuition. The gift of clarity allows you to tap in. You know that song, tap, tap, tap in? That should be about intuition, right? To go into the infinite source of wisdom. So what is intuition? How do you get it? When there's a lot of noise, we don't know what to do. When there's a lot of noise, we don't know what to do because we can't hear the voice of intuition. So I wanted you to hear this. There's a story of a guy who was in the city and he was in the city going about his daily life and he did whatever he did as a carpenter and his job was to build stuff he's good with his hand and and doing that so much he found a lot of meditation and just being good with his hands so while meditating and doing his work he realized that he was not just a carpenter, but in reality, he was a creator. Not only because he was creating with his physical hand, but he was also creatively creating through intuition. As he did his work and he focused on it, he found himself quieting the noise of everything he could think about, but just focusing on that hammer and nail and hammering it in every single day. And this carpenter, realized that he had two jobs in one in one world because he was in two different realms. He was in both the spiritual and physical world. So what I'm saying is while you're at work, exactly, life can be interesting and meaningful and it can be meditatively done, not dreadfully done. There's something called doing it with a pleasing attitude. A pleasing attitude says, no matter what I do, whether I like it or don't, I'm going to do it in a giving heart or a pleasing heart. Why we wanna do that? Because we wanna become the type of person that operates that way. That Remember this, acts not, it's about the type of person Okay, boom. How do you strengthen the willpower to then now not cloud yourself, but listen to your intuition? Okay, so I always tell people, you cannot power your way into what you want. Somebody said the other day that everybody's told you to work hard. 
right? But did you know that we spend from what? We start working at 25 till 65? Not me, I'm gonna be living all my life. I haven't worked in the last five years and I've worked and we'll get to that another time. So some people work at 25 until 65, that's 40 years. And somebody say work hard. Yeah, go go work hard, you know, go out there and do your thing, man. Go 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 work really hard. Why would I want to live 40 years working hard when I could be working in peace? Javier Lee posted that video from Sadguru. Check out his page. I was like, that's deep. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. We don't want to power our way so we can be willing. We want to empower our subconscious mind so we're a person that's always willing to do that type of thing. So what do I mean by that? I understood that there are certain habits I want to build. And some of you are watching today and you may wonder, yo, how do I do it? What's the step one, two, three? Why do you work on the mindset so much? Well, once you become the type of person that lives a certain way, you no longer have to willpower anything. The only willpower you're going to need is when you need that extra mile. I just ran seven miles. 80% of the running is on autopilot. I didn't will myself to seven miles. I empowered myself since ninth grade, eighth grade. I started running all day, every day, and I ran track. I've empowered myself so consistently from that point to when I'm 25. So from 15 to 25, uh, 10 years, I've cultivated it. So now it's automatic. I built the mentality that running is second nature, which means I spend 80% of my run on autopilot and I'm still going pretty darn fast. The thing is I take strides that are specifically measured to be about the same length of one block in the sidewalk. If I know you've seen a section in squares. So I take a step to resemble that. And I do that so consistently that my stride stays consistent over time. I want you to hear this. My stride stays consistent over time because I've built that habit, the routine, yet the mentality that I run like that. And hence, I did it so much that I don't have to will myself to run at that pace 70% of the, of the time. I only need that willpower when I'm ready to give up, when I'm ready to quit, when I'm ready to say like, yo, I'm not gonna, I can't run anymore, I'm tired. So you gotta have a stride that stays consistent over time with a sort of mentality that keeps fueling one step out of another. So the stride stays consistent over time because you have a mentality that's consistently pushing you to do to take one step after another. And then when you get to that point where you feel as if like, bro, I have nothing left, as if I, I ran out of juice. And I get to some points in my life where I feel as if I'm like exhausted. Even today when I was running, there were points where I just like got lazy and I would stop. And what I would do is I would bang my, my chest on the left side where this is my heart is, is where it's pumping it. So what I'm doing is I'm saying, come on, you could do it. 
and I'm I'm saying I'm pumping the heart with my once when inside of me feel like yo I can't pump anymore I help it I'm banging on it I'm like push yourself so I'm adding power there to the chest I do that when I'm actually running sometimes I actually do it to help with the breathing and what that does is it pushes me I go and other times is I have to just say some affirmation. I said, come on, Ed, you got this, don't stop. Same thing I say to other people, just said it to myself. And I keep going. So you only need willpower 20% of the time, but 80% of the time, you're gonna need the power of willing to walk in the direction that's going to bring the right thing for you. Once again, this podcast is about doing what's right for you, not doing what they said, but doing what's right not what's right for them but for you okay so i want you to think about that what is right for you like what do you what path do you think you should take about life should you just get a job like do you need to start a nonprofit? do you need to start talking to more people do you need to mend some relationships like do you need to start your online store are you going to start that instagram page and start to make a difference like what's going to be right for you you want to always ask this question. And another thing is when I talked about the values in the beginning of the week, I said, make sure that you go and you write yourself your 10 commandments or your value list. And what the value list is, you want to compare opportunities to the list of your values. So don't take every opportunity thrown at you because it's right for somebody take the opportunities blessed upon you because it's right for you. And how do you know it's right for you? Because you have the clarity so that you can hear the path that you should be taking. So sometimes you compare opportunities with your values. So somebody says, I want you to do this. You say, okay, I can do this. And like, yo, this can make me a lot of money. But then you compare your values. So you're like, oh, OnlyFans. I can start an OnlyFans. Somebody says, hey, Start an OnlyFans and you can make money. And compare that to your value, I'm gonna show you. Somebody says, start an OnlyFans and you can make money. Compare that to your value and say, yeah, I can start an OnlyFans. And then look at the narrative around it. Say, oh, what's OnlyFans for? A platform where you get paid for your talents. Get paid for my talents. Some people would say OnlyFans, sex. Other people would say OnlyFans, opportunity to share my gifts. So I can show people how to do hair. So you compare the opportunity to your values. Now you could, from your values and from clarity, you can see opportunity that other people didn't see. While other people is only listening to what they said OnlyFans is about, you take it and you say, hey, I can show people how to improve their credit. I can show people how to do yoga. I can show people how to do something else. Like I can show people a skill of how to fix their computers. So while everybody takes an opportunity and only sees it with the paradigm of the world, you take an opportunity, you compare it to your, not only your values, but you, you compare it to the ultimate values of God, the divine. You compare it to the Bible, take out the word and say, is this right? And then when you look at yourself, then you could find opportunities that you, you didn't see before and the same opportunity that otherwise would look bad if you would have only perceived it 
from the perception of someone else. So I'm saying all of that to say is come up to the product, be, make decisions on the product of your own conclusions. Come up, make sure what you do is the product of your own conclusions. That's what Jim Rohn says. One of the most interesting lines I've heard ever. Make sure what you do is the product of your own conclusion. Make sure what you do is the product of your own conclusion. Now, is your value what you make of yourself? Your value, in, like from the fundamental, from the get-go, what God made of you is the ultimate value, right? So before you say what I made of myself, what God made of you is the ultimate value. Just understand that from the get-go. Because of that resemblance and being a creator, that's what's what's what the ultimate value. Now, what you make of yourself is the reciprocation for the gift given unto you. Now, don't be a selfish being. Don't be a selfish creator. Creator says, I'm going to give you the ultimate value, breath of life, a mind to think, intuition, to download information that uh, everyone can get, or but only certain do. And I bless you with the opportunity to create life and to spread ideas that will empower and free lives. And then you're like, okay, that's cool, God. Thank you for all this power here. I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it right here in my back pocket. And you're, and you're like, and God is like, ah, come on, you can meme that face. And God is like, come on, I gave you all these gifts. What you doing? Like, what you doing, my guy? And you're like, ah, I, I'm working on it, God. I'm, I'm going to get myself together. And God said, you don't got to get yourself together. All you got to do is build yourself and share you. And you're like, one day, God, but I'm not good enough. Uh, I don't know if it's the right thing for me. When we hear the intuition, when we hear intuitive messages, we are quickly to dismiss them rather than listen to them. I know that because one time I was sitting in my car, one of the most spiritual things happened to me and I was like sitting there and then my mind started running. But in a way where I wasn't running it, but it was running really fast and words were coming and it kept saying, and, it, and the voice said, this is God talking to you. I have a mission for you. But the way you're living right now, you're too clouded and I cannot use you in this state of being. I have great things for you to do in the world, but until you change your own life, I can't impact others. I thought that was deep. I spent the next 45 minutes saying, uh, that's not for me. I don't think so. Me? Like, I so I didn't believe in that for a little bit. And then I said, this has to be true. So I started to listen to it. Now somebody says, hey, I never, I never endured, like, heard something like that before. Hey man, it happened. I'm sure you probably had something, but you doubted it. So the thing about intuition is, intuition is access to infinite wisdom, which I am presenting right now. Everything I said is not of me, I'm just delivering it. All right, so I'm a delivery man. I'm not just the source, I am delivery man. I'm not the source. Which means you're downloading this intuitive messages so that you can share it. And if you're not being a good delivery person, you're gonna get fired. So which means God gave you a abundance, a truck of gold, 
to deliver to this to this realm and he's like okay i'm gonna give you all this stuff and then you don't use it there's a story in the bible that talks about a master who was living to leaving to go somewhere else and he gave his servants one of them like four pieces of gold they gave another one three pieces two pieces one the one who had four went back and got eight the one who had two went back and got four the one who had one said i know you gave me a piece of gold so i went back and i buried it so now that i know you was going to come back i went i digged it up i grabbed it and then i brought it up to you see here's your piece of wood here's your piece of gold nothing happened to it and i delivered it safe back to you and the master says you see you do not know how to make good use of your riches so i cannot trust you with my wealth servant was says so the master took what the one servant had and gave it to the servant who had six or four which means whatever you don't use you lose the creator has it said in a way that he gives you an ability to share a lot of things but once you don't use it you lose it now does that mean you lose it forever or does it mean you lose access to it it means that you lost access to it and over time you start to believe that it's not for you to re-access it all you got to do is clear yourself up get some clarity remember what i said the message that got to me cannot use you in this state first you got to change your own life so you got to clear yourself up now so you can say oh i can see what's for me that's my message and i'm sticking to it it's the holistic Motivator. I want to thank everybody for watching to this episode. I can go on and sharing this. But like I said, a disclaimer, the second thing I heard from God was, I need you to give me credit. I didn't even, I said, I didn't bring that up the second time. The first thing I, I heard was about a year distance from the second. And you know what was the craziest thing? And I have proof is that they were both on the same day, 365 days later. Same thing that happens consistently. And I do have like prophetic dreams and things like that. But a lot of times, and sometimes I say, hey, can you be able to predict the future? I'm like, that's not for me. <laughs> but I had to keep saying, maybe it is. But I had a second dream that said, don't take credit, but make sure that you give glory to me. And this is one reason that I actually, I have been saying that this is not of me, I'm just delivering it. Because every time I do it, I need to remind myself and you that the unlimited power of which I speak of, speak of is the power of God, which is able to be expressed to the light shun through all of us that's why i mean let your light shine don't hide it don't dim it so i realized that if i can connect with the most high and intuitively have a connection then i have to share my light and then i need to say hey here's the sun over there and this is how you can reflect the sun of the light the light of the sun in your own life by being a creator and expressing your light through your gift. 
through an action, through the desire that will give your life's satisfaction. That's my message. I'm sticking to it. Y'all have a blessed day. Anybody who's watching this on Facebook, there's a link right below. Show some support, social love. Just click the link. Also, you're watching it, listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Support by leaving a donation or sending cash out to Ed Talks. Also, sponsors who want to sponsor this podcast. This podcast is going to be the number one in the world. Watch. It's going to be number one in the world. So if you want to be a sponsor, I'm actually allowing you to have ad spaces on my show. And they're not arm and a leg. All right. They're more like uh, a grocery shop. A stop at the grocery store. So just hit me up and we're going to get you an ad space. Of course, I'm going to have to compare your business to my values. And if it aligns, then we can do business. And after that, the last message is stop shunning your light. Let it shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. And if you didn't leave a review yet, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Go to Spotify, leave a review. That's going to help me and us get to the number one spot in health. And wellness. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.